Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I've never had stats as embarrassing as the Jets and Dolphins do this season, Perna. There are some ridiculously stupid stats popping up, putting the NFL's worst to shame. The bottom tier of NFL teams is more deplorable than I can ever remember. Washington, the Jets, and the Dolphins would still suck even if they combined all three of their rosters to form one super shit team. From the NFL Reddit, I saw that the Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey has 866 yards of offense this season. That's 148 more yards than the Jets have produced. His 42 points coming off of his seven touchdowns, also more points than the Dolphins and Jets have amassed all year long. In addition to bad stats, I've got more NFL news to go through today than I can list here, so trust me when I say by the end of this episode, you will be informed. Also, we're back down to zero days without mentioning Antonio Brown. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave? Well, not closing your eyes when you do it, but also using Harry's. Now, I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave with an easy glide and has a low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. And keep those eyes open when you shave. The great handshake debacle of 2019 has concluded after Richard Sherman cleared the air today. He went on Pat McAfee's show, said, my bad, and that he would apologize to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, also very cool in this situation, said he respects Richard Sherman, he's a great player, and also, most humorously, said, that's the one time the camera and something recording me has gone in my favor. (laughs) The feud was fun for 24 hours, but now Richard Sherman and Baker Mayfield both proving to not be nearly as unreasonable as we would love them to be. Chargers receiver Keenan Allen said Broncos corner Chris Harris Jr. can't hold his jockstrap. Allen said that after he torched the Broncos secondary for four catches and 18 yards. Now, if Keenan Allen is bringing an important issue to light, then I do support it. Sexual harassment is not a joke and players should not be allowed to hold other players' jockstraps. The Browns' 28-point loss to the Niners on Monday Night Football was worse than any loss in the Hugh Jackson-Browns era. Cleveland was also outgained by 266 yards, also worse than any game with Hugh Jackson. Next to, you have to face Bill Belichick Sunday, the worst thing you can hear as a head coach is, you did worse than Hugh Jackson. That really speaks to Jackson's ability to lose competitively, which is why the Miami Dolphins would like to bring him in as a consultant. Right now, you can purchase Dolphins tickets for $16. That's cheaper than a ticket to the Miami Zoo, where you might actually see a couple monkeys masturbate. 
So technically, that's more scoring than you'll see the Dolphins do. I can say all sports tickets look pretty cheap in Florida, but then again, they have to adjust prices to match the annual salary of $47 in a broken meth pipe for their target demo, Florida Man, who's really the most dangerous animal at the Miami Zoo. Now reflecting, how good was the 2017 running back draft class? Well, basically, you couldn't miss. And if you didn't draft a back, you could have gotten guys like Austin Eckler and Matt Breida. Just look at this list. Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, James Conner, Tariq Cohen, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson. Good Lord. However, one of these running backs is not like the other. And I am talking about color. I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey. That's right. He's the only one who attended a college with the nickname that is just a shade of red. Stanford Cardinal. Not the bird, the color red. Told you you'd be informed in this episode. Uh, real question though, who should coach the Washington Potatoes after this season? Well, the simple answer is nobody who respects themselves. Skins fans should want Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. He will be a hot candidate this offseason, but if he's smart, he will just stay in Kansas City. Being a head coach is not everything it's cracked up to be, and leaving Patrick Mahomes for Dwayne Haskins would be like trying to make a beat-up 2007 Honda Civic perform like an Aston Martin. It's not going to happen, and you're going to blow a lot of money trying to pull it off. And leaving Chiefs team owner Clark Hunt for Dan Snyder would be like leaving a guy who doesn't care about women for a guy who doesn't care about Native Americans. There was, there was supposed to be a joke there. Dan Snyder is literally worse than any metaphor you can imagine. Now, former Redskins linebacker LeVar Arrington said about Dan Snyder, you're told not to look the owner in the eyes in Washington. You had to address him as Mr. Snyder, even as an adult, and if you were not of a certain level or stature, you were told to not look at the owner. To be fair to LeVar though, that's not a respect thing. That's to keep you from turning to stone. So it's more of a workplace safety issue. In all seriousness, that's pretty fucked up. Compare that to the owners who shake every player's hands in the locker room after every game and know everyone's name, which isn't even that hard because the lowly media even get roster sheets with player names and numbers on them every week. I mean, Robert Kraft tucks his boner into his waistband long enough to get to know his players. The major problem in Washington is ownership, and it doesn't matter who's coaching as long as Dan Snyder is there. I don't blame Washington fans for not showing up to the games. Owners can't be fired. The only way you can protest their ownership is to affect the bottom line and embarrass them with an empty stadium, and even that is probably futile. It was also reported that Mike Tomlin was a candidate for the job, although I'm not sure Mike Tomlin wants to be a candidate for the job. He was asked about the rumors during a press conference this week where he said, I'm the head coach of a one and four football team that's going on the road to play a Hall of Fame quarterback with a third string quarterback. Do you think I'm worried about anything this week other than that? Well said, Mike. Although I don't know what Hall of Fame quarterback uh, he's talking about. Can't be Philip Rivers, who the Steelers face on Sunday night. <laughs> that's laughable. On Adam Schefter's podcast this week, Tyler Lockett said he's a virgin and waiting until marriage for sex. He went on to say Russell Wilson did that, 
and told me if I didn't follow in his footsteps, he'd stop throwing me the football. That's the kind of guy Wilson is, a Dan Snyder in the making. Now, Lockett was promoting his self-help poetry book coming out October 15th. Now, I hate to be a competitor with Lockett, but my Philip Rivers unhelpful book of poetry also comes out October 15th. And it's way better than yours, Tyler. Maybe you should pick up cigarettes, purchase some tobacco. What's the point of living if you can't even beat Joseph Flacco? Compare that with a line from one of Lockett's poems. I got people depending on me I can't let down. Plus, I'm a virgin and I'm yearning. I want sex now. But if I do it, then I know I have regrets now. Is it hot in here? Because I'm starting to sweat now. Oh, God. I'm starting to sweat, too. Never mind, Tyler. Your poetry... Your poetry is much better than mine. Antonio Brown does appear to be getting some help. He tweeted today, Word from my therapist, The best wide receiver in the world is home in Miami. So it looks like Jerry Rice is moving to Miami per Antonio Brown's therapist. AB also posted this video, which makes me think his therapist isn't really helping. You know, I started off six-round pick. No one even believed in my talent. Then I made them believe. Then when they start believing, they wanted to conform, want me to conform. If by conform you mean play football because you're really good at it, then yes, that's what we all wanted you to do, Antonio. All I ever want to do is just be a good representation. Uh, that That's not true. Yeah, you guys follow the Patriots, tell them call me. They still got to pay me, so might as well let me earn it. XFL never, that was, that was not even in the question. I don't, I don't know what to say. This is just sad. Trust me, AB, the Pats aren't calling. Take it from a guy who has made desperate video pleas to ESPN, Barstool Sports, and HBO. They never call when you tell people to tell them to call. Jaguars corner Jalen Ramsey finally returned to practice. Uh, I'm not sure if this means he will play. I'm fairly certain he still wants to be traded, but maybe he should look at Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and Minka Fitzpatrick as cautionary tales of trades gone bad for the player. Well, now that I think about it, the common link there is the Steelers, so maybe just don't go to Pittsburgh, Jalen. As we learned, Ramsey was in Houston on Monday, but that was at the request of the team to see a back specialist. Uh, this is a smart move by the team, as the only doctors you should trust in Florida are plastic surgeons and those who help old people kill themselves. Here's a great stat from the one and only Brett Coleman. Right now, the Falcons would be on pace to allow the highest average passer rating to opposing quarterbacks ever, recorded at 117, if it weren't for one thing. The Dolphins, who are shattering that record even more by allowing opposing passer ratings of 137.6. Now, a perfect passer rating is 158.3, which I can never remember because some asshole created a passer rating system where 158.3 was the best score you could get. Week one, Lamar Jackson finished with a perfect passer rating against the Dolphins, the first and probably only of his career as Jackson has performed worse and worse every week. Dak Prescott had the worst passer rating against the Dolphins this season with a 91.4, which is the equivalent of a Baker Mayfield 13.4 passer rating against the 49ers. The Dolphins' defense picking off Dak Prescott was the exact moment Jerry Jones won their contract game of chicken. Now, the Giants and Patriots will face off on Thursday Night Football. 
Former Patriot Destroyer Eli Manning will be on the sideline. And the Pats finally, though, have a tough matchup against a Giants team who will likely only be without their best player, running back Saquon Barkley. And their second running back, Wayne Gallman, with a concussion. And wide receiver, Sterling Shepard. And their best receiving threat this season, tight end Evan Ingram, with a knee injury. That's all they'll be without with, though. So this... Okay, that sucks. This could be a great challenge for the Patriots in exercising mercy, which historically, they've shown less mercy to bad teams than the TB12 facility did to Jimmy Garoppolo's key card. And Sunday, Sunday we have a real treat. It's Redskins versus Dolphins in the greatest tank show on turf. It's Case Keenum versus Josh Rosen. Last week, the Arizona Cardinals got their first win of the season against the Bengals in a game where I know both teams definitely wanted to win. Washington versus Miami. Holy shit, there is no way either of these teams actually want to win and ruin their 2019 tank plans. I predict a 0-0 tie as each offense takes three kneels in a row and then uses a non-punter to punt the ball. So the inevitable tiebreaker comes down to whichever team accumulated the fewest punting yards in this game. The NFL never puts out a bad product. And this game is evidence of that. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna if you want to. And make sure you follow at Wilkie6, my writing partner. He helps me crank out all of these videos by making sure my T's and I's are dotted, crossed, and turned into dick jokes. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.